Can you imagine if we were more obedient? If we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of men and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Shalom and welcome to this week's program, Kingdom Inside. We are here, Connect Live in Toronto with uh, Reverend Paul Donko. We bring you the word of God that brings uh, change, transformation, and uh, impact. We are a generation who thinks differently, a generation who want to pursue the kingdom of God. I want to read the scripture to you because I've got a very, very powerful man of God with me. He's going to share on this program the power of a transformed mind. How when God captures your mind, you become very different. I want to take you to Romans 12 verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Well, God cannot change you into a new person if he doesn't, if you don't allow him to change the way you think. Change begins in the mind. The battle begins in the mind. You win, you lose the battle with the mind. Now, here is another scripture quickly before I bring in my guest on this program. Uh, uh, Proverbs 23 verse 7. For as he thinks, so he is. He eats and drinks. Meaning, you know, when you think about something, uh, how many think about the Big Mac? You see the McDonald picture, you know, that Big Mac, double, double, bigger with the sausage and everything. And you see it and already you're thinking you got it and you're going to drive to the drive through. What pushed you there? Because you were thinking about it. So as the man thinks, so he eats. That's what Proverbs is telling us. So change begins right in the mind. And, and as we share this program today with you, the power of a transformed mind, man of God. Uh, first of all, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's it. such an honor for me right. to be here in Toronto yes. to do a program with Connect Live. Mm -hmm. And you are doing such a powerful program here with uh, you know, the people, the youth. You have your passion. Right. First of all, the first question is, mm -hmm. tell us more about Connect. Well, um, Connect is my church, um, all nations. And we are the liveest church in the GTA. And we are taking over, so it's a contemporary church, and um, we just love God. We're here to worship, we're here to grow, and um, this is my family, pretty much. Yeah. Amen, amen. Connect. Uh, uh, I've seen uh, such a, a lot of passionate men and women of God in this place. When I, we walked in, the worship was so powerful and we thank God that's what God wants us to be you know to be people of passion zeal we shouldn't be afraid or ashamed to share the gospel just because we're young we got to demonstrate him in our lives man I, I want you to help us here uh, we got a problem in the world uh, we lose, we win because of uh, the way we think. Definitely. Some of us, we think we are bad. Some of us, because of our thinking system, our thought system, mm -hmm. we can't move forward in life. Right. Uh, we regret of the things that we've done in the past. We're looking at where we've been, seen, and everything, and it captures us. We can't think any way different. Yeah. Please help us help the people in the audience today. 
around the world watching right now yes. the importance of a, a transformed mind all right well i think you summed it up pretty good um th the mind pretty much determines where you're going in life um i like to think of the mind in three phases um your mind can either take you to the past you can think in real time in the present or you can have thoughts in the future we're not talking about the past i'm talking about your memory you know some of us have had painful psychological memories things that really bogged us down depending on maybe words that were spoken against us or experiences that we can rehearse by memory so when you think of the mind it determines on its, its determination is based upon where somebody's going to go in life so um i like to think of jesus when he met the man at the poolside at bethesda even god himself can only do so little with us depending on if we give him him our mind or not um you notice that when a believer is or i should say a christian is born again god gives you a new spirit yes. he even comes into your heart but he never changes your mind yeah. your mind has to be changed it has to be renewed so i often like to look at the scripture where jesus asks the most silliest questions you know you often see jesus meeting somebody the person could be blind the person could be sick the person could be lame and he also he always asks this question do you want to be healed do you want to be better like obviously right look at the account in john 5 i don't know if you remember that story the man at bethesda he was waiting for an angel to come and stir up the pool because he was lame and every time the angel would stir up the pool he just needed somebody to put him in and it would be healed he'd be healed he was lame for 38 years doctor 38 years jesus sees him and he asks him does he want to be healed and he says I would want to be healed but I need somebody to put me in the pool. Now, right there, you can see that Jesus is now testing him psychologically. He knows his need, but he needs his mind to agree with what he really wants. We often ask God for things, but if our minds don't agree with what we really want, it's futile. Yeah. You understand? Yes. All through scripture we see this testing of the mind. Jesus always asking questions. He knew everything. But yet he was always asking questions because if our minds don't agree with what we want yes. it's to no effect so it really depends on how far we go again you can think in real time um i want to grab this i thought about that i can have thoughts of what i want in the future i can also think of what happened in the past i can literally sit here and close my eyes and picture myself being on a beautiful beach somewhere until somebody snaps me you can even, you, your mind could take you anywhere you know so i believe right now i want to talk to this generation you can only go as far as your mind will take you if you don't believe it if you can't see it your mind can talk you out of destiny you can work hard you can study you can have all the money but if you don't come to grips where your mind is in agreement where you're going you are not going anywhere in life that's very much true i praise god yes yes i like the point that your point you can only go as far as your mind mm. allows you to. Uh, I come from a very, very interesting background. I, I grew up in a, in a very, very poor environment. Mm -hmm. uh, in an environment where, you know, everybody was a minor. Yeah, I was born, by the way, in uh, Zambia. Yes. And, uh, you know, nobody was doing anything in that community. And uh, everybody's mind was a, a poverty mentality say, yeah, they you. didn't feel or think they could be somebody in life mm -hmm. and the moment 
I began to see something different in myself. I come from a big family, 10 of us. Wow. And all 10, my oldest three of them dropped out of school. Mm -hmm. uh, they couldn't go any further. And then I come on the scene, I said, why sh should I model after people that have failed? Can I pursue something different? You know what they started thinking about me? They thought, this guy is crazy. Because they want to limit you to where their mind is already limited. Yes, yes. Your mind can limit you not to see God, not to see the power of God, not to see what God can do with you. God doesn't care where you were born, how you were born, which place you were born in. He can still do greater things in your life Praise if God. only he can capture your mind. <laughs> only he can capture your mind. Mm -hmm. The children of Israel, they were in the wilderness for 40 years, not because God could not take them out of there. They, he, he even was saying this, I want to give them a new heart. Wow. You know what happens? The things that goes into your mind, the moment it goes into your heart, it captures your heart and the way you think becomes corrupt or becomes good based on what went through your mind into your heart. Jesus said this, you look at the woman lastly, you have already committed adultery. Jesus, what are you talking about? He's saying because in your mind you have done it already. So your mind has the power if you can allow God, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to say, Holy Spirit, settle in my mind. Yes. I think I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm incapable of doing this or, or becoming the, especially our generation, man yes. of God. Yes, yes. So I want you to, uh, to, to, to expand on this, but before you come in, I want to read uh, one verse here, and then you're going to come in. Yes. That is on Mark chapter 5, verse 24 to 26. Now, uh, actually, I'm not going to read the whole thing here. I think we know the story here. Uh, the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah. Do you guys remember that story? Mm -hmm. Now, listen to this story. I know we'll focus on so many other things, but there's one thing that I found out in this story that we don't focus on. It says that, so Jesus went with him, and uh, a large, this is uh, Jairus going to Jesus to say, hey, my son is only 12 years old, he's dying right now. And there is a woman who has been bleeding for how many years as well? Yes. That is not a coincidence. There is something happening here. Mm -hmm. So Jesus says, okay, let's go. Let's go and see uh, this young man. And then uh, they said that the, there were a lot of people gathered that time. And the woman, she's thinking, she's been bleeding for 12 years. Do you think Jesus is a gamut? There was a writing to say, healing for sale. Touch me. You got the healing here. Here's healing. Touch me. Oh. It wasn't there. Have you ever thought that question? Why would she go and grab the, the garment of Jesus Christ and, 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 and I'm going to be healed if I do this? Why, what would lead you to do something? Look, people act based on what they're thinking. Yes, right. So she's thinking differently. She says, well, there's too many people here. Here's my thinking now. All I can do is to let go of my hand. I'm going to think differently. Touch his garment. And then I'm going to be healed. healed. There wasn't any healing advertised. She changed her thinking. Mm -hmm. The garment did not have the healing power. The power was with Jesus. Yes. But she changed her thinking to touch the garment. If you can change your thinking this afternoon. And he said, Jesus, touch me today. 
I don't care how long you've suffered. Jesus is going to do what he believes he has to do for your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Expanding on that, man yeah. of God, yeah. to power the transformed mind. Yeah. Help us understand. Just, just along those lines, um, again, um, we noticed that the woman with the issue of blood was sick. Yeah. And um, when we often think of the mind, we think about intangible things, right? But literally and truly, science has proven that you can think yourself sick. Yeah. You can have what we call a stress-induced headache. You can be so stressed that it can cause you physical headache. Yes. Right? And we've also seen that 75% to 98% of the diseases we face are not hereditary. Yes. In fact, a lot of the things that we experience when it comes to illness come through our minds because our DNA is actually shaped by our thoughts. Yeah. Did, you, did you know that? So along those lines, when we talk about sickness, per se, what happens in the body, literally, when the Bible says in Proverbs 23, verse 7, as a man thinketh, so is he. Yeah. Literally, your DNA changes. You know, your body changes. Your body responds to how you think. You know, um, during, that, during that time of the month um, for women, um, when they're going through their, their cycle, their menstruation, you notice that their bodies change, change. and their minds also change, change. too. Right? Yes. Um, just don't get, don't get on her bad side. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get on her bad side. I know that. But you notice that the mind and the body are interconnected. Yes. You know? See, that woman with the issue of blood, she was sick. Yeah. She was told she was sick. Yeah. You know, her mind was definitely bombarded with this type of news. But in order for her to reach out to God in yeah. faith, yes. she must not have had that mindset yes. of someone that was sick. Told yes. Excellent, excellent, mm -hmm. excellent. Oh my goodness, that's the man, oh, that's, that's, that's right in right there. Mm -hmm. Listen, listen <laughs> here. Some of you have been told you can't be what God created you to be. Some of you have believed, people have told you you are not smart enough. That's right. Some of you have believed that you will never be or amount to anything. And as we watch, you know, a lot of people, a lot of generation, they're tucked back. They can't do anything. They are afraid because somebody comes and say, if you do that, you are just proud. You are full of yourself. Mm -hmm. Let me bring you a story of the young David. He goes to the forefront. Mm -hmm. uh, the army who were trained to take out Goliath for 40 days, they are stuck. Yes. And they are the army. They are trained. But the younger David comes with a different mindset. Mm -hmm. He's thinking differently. Let me tell you this. Do you know the biggest, uh, uh, the, 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 the strongest animal uh, or the biggest or the tallest animal in the jungle uh, uh, is not the lion? Did you know that? Do you know the lion is not the tallest animal? When the lion sees uh, like a giraffe or sees an elephant, what does he think? Lunch. <laughs> he's thinking lunch. He's think thinking supper. Yes. He's thinking his mind is all about, I'm going to get that, I'm going to eat it. He doesn't think how big it is. He doesn't think how large it is. He thinks this is my food, I'm going to go and get it. He's not the strongest. He's not the, the, the smartest. And he's not the largest. Why? A different mindset. Caleb, Joshua, we are told about their different mindset. Mm -hmm. They go to spy on the land. What were we told? They see, they, they see giants. They are not in denial. The giants are there. But guess what I see? I see God making a way. I'm going to go to the other, to the promised land. Right. I see God making a way. 
That means when God told them, let their fears not be your fears. Why? You have a different mindset. And God is trying to get you and me to have a kingdom mindset. In the kingdom of God, there's no failure. Did you know that? Nobody fails in the kingdom of God. There are two things in the kingdom of God. It's either you win or you learn something from something that didn't go the way you wanted it to go. You don't fail if you have the mindset of the kingdom of God. So why am I going to be depressed about something? Why am I going to live in regret? I don't regret nothing. Those things that seem failure to me, they're a training ground. Because there are only two things in the kingdom of God. It's either you win with the kingdom of God, with the power of God, or you learn something. Man of God, changing the way we think. How desperate do we need to change the way we think? We need to, especially for this generation. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't cut this generation the slack. Because this time period is the most difficult when it comes to just the influences on the media, uh, your cell phone is a temptation. Um, didn't have those things back in the day. The internet, what's on there, a lot of things. And I do want to talk to people out there that may be struggling with sins, things that you promise not to do, but the memory of the past. You know there's a pleasure to sin. Yes. You know that. Um, there's a pleasure in clubbing sometimes. Not that I clear. <laughs> Right? There's a pleasure to maybe that past relationship that wasn't godly, especially with music. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a music person. I love music, right? And um, sometimes it's like whenever you want to listen to that, the Christian music, that gospel music, that's when the CD skips. But, but, when it, but the radio is going to blast everything, you know? And, you know, we do know there's a lot of good music out there that's not godly. But I do like to think of the prodigal son. For, for a second, if I can just go there with you. Um, there was a prodigal. We often look at the story as a boy who just wanted his inheritance early and he blew it. But no, it's deeper than that. You know, if you know anything about the, the law in Deuteronomy, the Bible says that if you have two sons with two women, you might love one woman more than the other, but the eldest gets the inheritance first. So the fact that the youngest son got the inheritance was already off. Yes. So not only did he take the inheritance, we noticed that he failed in so many ways. One, bad investment. Okay, I want to talk to people who have bad credit in here. Okay. Like you bad, like bad investment. He lost all his money, yes. right? The next thing, he lost all his friends. Yes. You know, there's a song that we sing, you know, um, there's a rapper called Mike Jones, if I can go there. Yes. Here's a song that says, Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all know me. Okay, he was hot at one point, and everybody was around him. And when he was at his low point, he left everyone. Everyone left him. That would hurt him, you know? So he now lost his friends. He lost his money, right? Then he loses the relationship with his brother. So now he has family tension. Am I talking to somebody out there? People that have family issues now. So now he has no money, family issues, messed up the relationship with his father, and now he has nothing. Now, even in the Jewish custom, you're not supposed to mess around with pigs because a, a pig is an unclean animal. Are you following me? So he's at the lowest of lows. On top of that, he has no shoes on his feet. Slaves didn't have shoes on their feet. So now he's considered a slave, right? Now he does one thing that's so amazing. Despite all of those issues, he changes his mind. He had to make up his mind that despite my sin, my failures, my shortcomings, I'm going to go back to my father. 
I want to talk to this generation. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter how many sins are competing with you. The moment you make up your mind to go back to God the Father, this is when life begins to change. So, so the Bible says he came to, he came to himself. Right? And I think we complicate this thing. We really do. The power of a changed mind just to go back to the Father is the beginning of a new life. Praise yeah. God. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Are you learning something here? Listen, uh, God, God has got no problem to take you where he promised he would want to take you. Mm -hmm. But the problem he has, the toughest battle he has, is to change our mind to suit his mind mm -hmm. and to suit his purpose as well as to suit his will. Did you catch that? A mind exposed to the power of God can never go back to its original state. Did you get that point? Mm. A mind exposed to the power of God can never go back to its original state. What is the original state? The way you were before. And what causes you to start, you know, cringing or craving the things of the past? It's because your mind hasn't been captured. God is always looking for two things. Your mind and your heart my mind and my heart he looked for this to the children of israel satan is looking for two things too mm -hmm. your mind yes and your heart if he can capture your mind he will capture your heart if he can capture your heart he will capture your decision if he can capture your decision you are going to become what you decide why are we talking about the power of a transformed mind how, that's why the Bible says this. Do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed in the mind, the way you think. There are so many things probably spoken into your life that has made your mind think you are that way. That's why you act, you do, based on what you think you are. If you can think as a child of God, redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Jesus paid a price for your life, meaning you are valuable, very valuable, an expensive commodity that would take Jesus to the cross to save you. Why think the way the world think instead of thinking of the one who has redeemed you? If you change the way you think, you will change so many things. You will see the purposes of God. You will discover the directions of God. Before we wind up here, man of God, I want you to turn into the camera as well as to the audience here. If you were to speak a word in the lives of the people that are listening to this program uh, around the world as well as to the people in the audience here, uh, what word would you give the importance of this? simply stated that the battle is in your mind that's what the enemy is after clearly if you can get a hold of your mind he's got you and i believe that as christians god is looking for a progressive order of maturity remember paul the apostle said in first corinthians 13 11 he said when i was a child i spoke as a child i understood as a child and i also thought as a child mm -hmm. and then he also goes on to say that 
the things that he doesn't want to do, he does. And until we as believers understand the power of renewing the mind, according to Romans 12 too. Now why we have to renew our mind is that your mind is a computer. It's a control center. This is why we have parts of a computer called memory and things like that. It's modeled after the human mind. Now, when it comes to your mind, the importance of renewal determines whether or not you will make it. Because like a computer, if you go to type in a document right now, you have what we call a default setting. Yes. Right? There's a certain font. It's automatically going to go back to that font. It's going to go back to that print. And same thing with our minds. When you wake up every morning, you don't wake up in the morning feeling Holy Ghost filled. Or I'm gonna, like, how many of us make, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm gonna, we have a lot of great plans and goals. But you notice there's a struggle because your mind reverts back to the original order of sin. So as believers, it's so important every single day to wake up with a renewed mind. And how do we renew that mind? Through the word of God. You see, it's the word of God that changes the mind. That's why Paul talked about coming against um, spiritual warfare, which is not fighting all over the place, but it's vain imaginations. It's arguments in the mind. Arguments wrestling against you. Um, should, I, should, I, should I live right or should I not live right? Should I go to church or should I not go to church? Should I read my word or should I not read my word? You know, and these are the things that never end. And I just believe that as Christians, if we make our minds up to renew our minds yes. daily, we'll make it. Hallelujah. I'll praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, just in closing here, obviously you're asking now, how do I renew my mind? He just mentioned that. How can I renew my mind on a constant basis? How do I renew the thoughts that comes to me telling me you are bad, you are evil, you can't, you won't, you will not? I tell the devil to shut up. I say, yes, I will. <laughs> Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. How do you renew the mind? You renew the mind by studying the word of God. Now I've got a saying. I teach in so many Bible colleges uh, uh, there in uh, Saskatoon and around the world. I tell students, don't study to know. Don't study to know. Many people study to know. A smoking doctor is a doctor who has studied what smoke can do to his lungs, but he doesn't have the knowledge to stop to quit smoking. He knows what it can do. Thus, God isn't asking us to study to know about him. He wants us to study to become. So don't study to know, study to become what you study about God. And you shall see the transformation power of the presence of God in your life. Secondly, prayer. Pray constantly. Seek the first of God. Cry out to God. Pray you by yourself. Have an altar in your house where you go. Whether you have done something wrong, stay on your knees. Cry out to God. God, renew my mind. Transform me. Wash me and purify me. I understand and I believe you've been blessed by this program. And I'm so thankful, man of God, for, for, for being for graciously, you know, uh, doing this program with us here in Toronto at All Nations uh, Church. Connect is the place to be when you are in Toronto. For those who are watching before we just wind the program, uh, you can see on our screen there, we want to hear from you. You can write to us. Uh, Right, life at kazumbachars.com. I want to hear your testimony of how God transformed your mind. I want to hear what God is doing in your life. I want to hear what God intends to do in your life. 
you can write to us live at kazumbachows.com go to the websites where you'll find resources and the books obviously there will be on your screen right there www.christpassion.org as well as www.kazumbachows.com i encourage you to join us online facebook everywhere let's connect and i like the word connect you can't win the battle by yourself iron sharpens another iron we need each other you need us we need you i need you as well and now you need us as well you need your pastor he needs you as well so let's join together let's connect together for the sake of the kingdom we are a generation with a different mindset we want to serve god we want to pursue god we want to pursue the kingdom of god and we say this nothing shall stop us from pursuing the kingdom of god even though people say we are cuckoo we're going to be cuckoo for Jesus Christ. If they say we are crazy, we're going to be crazy for Jesus Christ. If they say we are so proudful, we're going to be proud in the power and in the glorious praises of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord's light shine upon you as you watch Kingdom Inside. Shalom, shalom. Until then, God bless you. Hello, friends around the world. Thank you. Uh, for all your support, your prayers. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles and my wife, Glory Kazumba. Uh, we have purposed in our heart to be a blessing to many people. We have the books that we want to send to you and to your household. We want to send to you the weapon of forgiveness, revisiting the foundation, and uh, the parables of the kingdom of God. Write to us, life at kazumbachows.com and life at kazumbachows.com if you have uh, any prayer requests glory and i will be able and will be glad to pray for you and to pray with you and to believe god to do the miraculous in your life please write to us and we want to send you those materials just say hello to the people hello people glorious shalom <laughs> bye bye